Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Oh my goodness. We knew that this day would come. We knew it was only a matter of time before Joe Biden's obvious dementia, his mental decline, actually had foreign policy ramifications. I am a little shocked that it took this long. But now we have a crisis. <clears throat> I mean, they keep they keep talking like, like it's a hypothetical. Russia has sent forces into Ukraine. That has happened. And there's really no perfect solution for this. We don't want to send American men and women to die over there. But at the same time, as I mentioned the other day on the podcast, we promised Ukraine that we would protect them if they agreed to give up nuclear weapons in the 1990s. They did, and now no one's protecting them. So it's a really tough situation. But at the helm of all of this, is the dumbest man ever to occupy the Oval Office, which is actually saying something, considering some of the people that have occupied that office. Joe Biden, laying it all out, putting it all out on display. Obvious, his obvious mental decline, missing his fastball, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> it is on full display today, yesterday. It's, it, it's what we knew. But for it to happen during a world crisis, Hit that share button. <clears throat> Hit that share button. Hit that rumble button. Because we're gonna we're gonna be going through some juicy clips. And by juicy, I mean utterly embarrassing. If you're an American, utterly, utterly embarrassing. <clears throat> Hit that rumble button. Let's go ahead and get started with this. Joe Biden made a joke. You know it always starts like that. You, you know what you should do? You know what you really should do when <laughs> the world is looking for to America for leadership? You make a joke, make a joke about the fact that Russia is invading a foreign country. Mr. Producer, let's play cut one. Thank you for not canceling on us. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, we don't have much going on, you know, other than Russia and Ukraine. And Anyway. Yeah, no, no, it's not like there's anything going on. It's not like there's something I should be doing. Instead, we're just going to talk about Made in America, by the way. Joe Biden is the least made in America president ever. Those test kits that they just sent out, coronavirus test kits, all made in China. So, yeah, I mean, but he's trying to deflect, trying to distract from the obvious catastrophe taking place under his administration. I mean, every day this feels more and more like Jimmy Carter 2.0. I know we say that this is uh, Barack Obama's third term, but this feels more and more like Jimmy Carter's second term. Right, foreign countries walking all over us, hyperinflation, gas prices through the roof. This feels like Jimmy Carter's second second term. But no, Biden is is laughing. He's joking. Oh, it's not like there's a crisis I need to be dealing with. I'm gonna talk to you, fine people. I mean, it's moments like these that make you really wish we had a real president. Make you wish that we really had a president who could actually. <laughs> put the country on his back and lead us where we need to go. We don't have one of those, but we used to. 
which is a great segue into one of our sponsors for the show, Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a Patriot-owned company that proudly tells history through each and every cigar that they produce. They've assembled a new line of cigars in honor of the first six presidents in one beautiful collection known as the Early Republic. This is the this is the period of our country from the very beginning, the first six presidents, the Early Republic. And you see it here on the screen. I got to sample one of these the other day. Packaging was a little different, but I got to sample it, and it's fantastic. Each cigar is different. You got George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams. Each one has a different flavor, a different body profile. So you want to make sure you try them all. This is a great gift for anyone who loves history, anyone who loves a cigar. And here's the deal. It costs $89. But when you use promo code LIBERTY, promo code LIBERTY, you're going to get 17.76% off. See what we did there with the percentage? 17.76 off. So again, go to libertycigars.com, use promo code LIBERTY to get this amazing deal and a great smoke. But you know, we don't have presidents like that anymore. We do not have presidents like that anymore. Joe Biden, during all this, I mean, that, that was his second event. He has speech, he was late to that, then he was late to this event. During this event, he was asked questions by the press. You know how the press usually throw questions at him. And this was a moment, and for the audio listeners, we did, we're not about to freeze. We're not about to lose audio. This is the awkward silence of Joe Biden deliberately not answering a question. The question was if he underestimated Vladimir Putin and Biden refused to answer it. Let's play cut two. Do you think he may have underestimated Putin? Thank you. Thank you. That was not dead air. That was the sound from Joe Biden ignoring that question. Looked blankly at one part of the room, then shifted his gaze to another part, gave a little smirk when he realized the question was for him, picked at something in his teeth, stayed quiet for the rest. That is what presidential looks like. Remember when they said Donald Trump wasn't presidential? You notice that the Russians only ever seem to invade Ukraine's Sovereignty when there are Democrats. Like You can go back further. The Russians only seem to invade countries when there are Democrats. They invaded Afghanistan during Jimmy Carter. Right? They invaded Ukraine the first time under Barack Obama. Now they're, they're back under Biden. It makes you wonder, why didn't they do that under Trump? Well, Trump was apparently the Russian stooge. That's what we were always told. That's what we were always told. And even last night on social media, Trump was trending. Because the left, the Twitter bots, they were trying to make it out like Trump was worse. That Trump bent over and just and just surrendered to Russia. But no, Russia, Russia was terrified. And that was whole that was Trump's whole deal. He was he he played the madman theory. This was a theory that was developed under Ronald Reagan. The idea that if you pretend to be crazy and you make the your adversary think that you could literally just push the nuclear button at any moment they're going to walk on eggshells around you and they're not going to instigate you. That's what Ronald Reagan did. He did that to perfection with the Soviet Union. I mean, remember Star Wars? That was the Ronald Reagan said, oh yeah, we are going to put lasers in space and they're going to shoot down your missiles and they're going to shoot your cities. It didn't exist at the time. But Russia thought it did because Ronald Reagan, the actor, 
made them believe it. Donald Trump followed a very similar strategy of madman theory. He did it with North Korea. One minute he's your friend, the next minute he wants to, <laughs> he wants to blow you off, right? He did that with Russia. Russia didn't know what Donald Trump would do, so they literally walked on eggshells around him. But no, the media says that Donald Trump was a Russian agent. That's why. You see, if Donald Trump was a Russian agent, that would have been the perfect time for Putin to invade Ukraine. But he wasn't. So we're here. We're here with Joe Biden, the ignoramus, now leading the charge. You know, there's lots going on with with this, and there's lots of blowback on the American people, which the White House says prepare for. Prepare for higher gas prices. Prepare for inflation. I mean, it's actually been pretty remarkable to watch how they ha how they have tried to take this hyperinflation we're dealing with, the gas prices, and to now blame it on Russia. Well, no, inflation was out of control before Russia. Gas prices have been steadily rising since the moment that Joe Biden took office. Russia didn't do this, but they're going to try and pass all that blame off on Russia because then they don't have to take the blame themselves. But you'd think during all of this, energy would be really important. And yet during this event, Joe Biden went to, went to mention his energy secretary, and he couldn't get the name right. I mean, Vladimir Putin had his entire security council up on stage with him, calling them one after another to give their own speeches, and Joe Biden can't even get the name of his own energy secretary right. So let's play cut three. That's why I've asked the Secretary of Energy, Governor Granholm, Senator Granholm, Senator, Secretary Granholm, but you're my governor, former governor. So he got the name right. He didn't get the title right. He couldn't decide whether he was the secretary, the governor, or the senator. Now listen, this is something that we've covered on this show for a while, but when you are in the middle of mental decline, dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever it is that Joe Biden's going through, you can sometimes people can forget when they are like lots of times people suffering from mental decline can forget where they are but they can also forget when they are so when they see someone they are thinking about that person the way they were at a different time so when he sees this guy he's thinking about him when he wasn't the secretary oh he, he was my governor he was a senator he can't remember what the title is now because he's literally moving in and out of different time frames in his mind. This is something that Joe Biden ha has been doing more and more lately, referring to people, referring to things as if it's 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Can you, rem can you remember? That is the image that we are putting out to the world. Joe Biden cannot even call on his energy secretary by his title, can't even get it right. And another sign of mental decline is that Joe Biden doesn't really know what to say. 10, 20 years ago, you could put Joe Biden on stage with a microphone, and yeah, he'd probably make a little off, a few off-color jokes, make a couple people uncomfortable with some personal stories, but he'd be able to just go with the flow. He'd be able to just talk off the cuff and lead the conversation wherever it would go. When you start suffering from mental decline, you lose the ability to just go off the cuff and everything needs to be regimented. And the minute it goes off of that schedule, off of the itinerary, 
you can see this happens often. Joe Biden starts freaking out. This is in the middle of that event yesterday where Joe Biden is literally asking his handlers, do I go on? It's a question he asks, do I go on? What am I doing here? Let's play this cut four. Okay. Do I yield to you now or do I go on? You can go on. I can go on. Okay. Uh, Do I go on? You can go on. I can go on. Okay. Listen, it was funny when he was on the campaign trail in New Hampshire and he thought he was in Vermont. It was kind of funny when he forgot what Super Tuesday was. It was kind of funny when he was on stage and he got his wife and his sister uh, confused. That was kind of funny. But when you're on the world stage and you're supposed to be reacting to a crisis and everyone is looking for weakness, Russia is looking for weakness, every country is looking for weakness that they can exploit. And Joe Biden is on stage asking, do I go on? Can I go on? Yes, you can go on, sir. Okay, I'll go on. And it doesn't even stop there. Another point in it, he asked them to let him know when he's supposed to stop. He's the president of the damn United States. He can go on as long as he wants. But when you are suffering from mental decline and you are put in these guardrails, in between the, these bumpers, if you're if you're if you were bowling, Biden would have the bumpers up. When you're told you can only operate within these different boundaries, and you have to follow the strict schedule, you can see how he gets uncomfortable when he when it starts going off script, when it starts going off the timetable, and he starts asking people, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" He, we see this all the time when he's out out in the field on the campaign trail he literally as he's walking up to a microphone will say to himself what am i doing here here's joe biden yesterday asking his handlers to let him know when he's supposed to stop this producer let's play cut five um now you gotta let me know when i'm supposed to stop here but uh um uh let me know when I'm supposed to stop here. You can go as long as you want. You occupy the Oval Office. Everyone is there on your time. You can go as long as you want, but no, that is a, that is a sign of mental decline, deferring to other people to help guide him through this minefield so that he doesn't get lost. I'll tell you, it's, it's remarkable. This man... It's it's remarkable that this man has gone this long. And and you know what? I, I used to feel pity for him. I did. Anyone who has gone through this with a loved one, who has seen someone suffer from mental decline, anyone who's gone through this, you know that it's heartbreaking. You know what it feels like to, to watch someone completely just fall apart. I used to pity him. I really did. Not so much anymore. Because he has the he has the ability to pull himself out. He knows better. He could say, "Yeah, no, I'm not up to snuff. I, I can't actually lead us through a crisis." He could do it, but he won't. He won't. And I have no sympathy for his wife. My goodness, <laughs> you know she knows. We've played this on the show before. Her guiding him by the hand. 
literally leading him like the blind lean the blind like the way you would lead a geriatric nursing home patient from the toilet back to their bed that's what's happening in the white house with joe biden being led off stage at, at some of these events i have no sympathy for her i have no love for dr jill biden none at all what she has willfully allowed to happen under her care, what she has allowed the Democrat establishment and the left to do with her husband, to use him as a puppet. Because he's just the empty vessel. I mean, you look up there, he has no thoughts of his own. He's a teleprompter and that's it. He's the Ron Burgundy of politics. And that is an insult to Ron Burgundy. At some point, something's got to give. Something has to give. And this is what I mean. At a time when Joe Biden is supposed to be exhibiting strength, at a time when he's supposed to be staring Putin in the eyes and saying, don't you invade other countries, there was a, he had a gaffe that was so strange, I don't even, I had to listen to it three times to make sure he actually said it. At a time when he should be condemning Putin for his actions, he was praising him for his waxing that the w-a-x-i-n-g it's not uh, i didn't mishear it he said that putin had waxed eloquently i'm going to play that for you in a minute but before i do i'm going to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by air med care network the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital it's not something we think about. And I say this over and over again. I, I actually have a family friend who just had to get um, airlifted to a hospital. They, they fell and they had to be airlifted because they couldn't get to the hospital fast enough by ambulance. Well, your insurance company isn't going to want to cover the cost of your ambulance ride. They're definitely not going to want to cover the cost of a helicopter ride. And that can cost tens of thousands of dollars. It can bankrupt your family. Now, I get it. When, when seconds... When, when your life is on the line, you want to get them to the hospital as fast as possible and you don't think about money, but eventually that bill comes due. Air Medicare Network exists to make sure you never risk your family's financial security, financial future, just to make sure that someone can get to the hospital in time. It costs $85. That is a no-brainer. $85 gets you coverage for your household, you, your spouse, your children. And should any of you need to be airlifted to a hospital, you won't pay one cent for that air medical transportation flight as long as you're flown by an AMC and provider. And don't worry, they have a tool on their website where you can enter in your zip code and make sure that you're covered. But as a bonus for listeners of this show, when you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. All right. <clears throat> This is the clip I was just setting up. Biden praising Putin for his waxing. I you not saying that Putin waxed eloquently. We're going to play this at least once or twice. Make sure that we all hear it the same way. Mr. Bruce, let's play cut six. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history. Going back more than a century as he waxed eloquently, noting that, well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's lengthy remarks indicate any interest in pursuing real dialogue. Okay, so there are a couple of different definitions for wax. It can be to cover or treat a substance with wax to literally put wax on something, usually to rip hair off 
or to make a recording of, but that's really old school. That would be like old records. Like, oh, I, you waxed a series of, of musical tracks. It's not usually what it wouldn't be used today. Um, <laughs> also, waxed could mean um, <laughs> it's a term. It's a lunar term for the moon. When the moon is between a new moon and a full moon, there's a larger part of the moon that's visible, but not quite a full moon. I don't think either of those definitions fit this. I want to play this again just to make sure. <laughs> just, just to make sure we heard it right. Well, let's, let's listen again. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history. Going back more than a century, as he waxed eloquently, noting that well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's lengthy remarks indicate any interest in pursuing real dialogue. So apparently it is possible to wax on something in terms of speaking. It is not in any of the entries in Merriam-Webster's. It is not usually what people use to describe this kind of language. But you can notice that after he says it, Joe Biden stops and tries to change the subject again. I don't even know. I don't even know. This is what we got. This is who we have. This is our guy. <laughs> Congratulations, America. You, you own this. You own this. Well, what's been painfully clear through all of this is that Joe Biden was never up to the task. He never had the ability to do this. And he actually, even though he promised, I mean, he made all these lofty promises that if he became president, he would stop Putin. And he never had any intention to do that. But for whatever reason, many Democrats believed him. Let's watch some of these clips that really didn't age well just in the last year, year and a half. Mr. Bezos, play cut seven. Putin knows if I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over. I've gone head to head with Putin and made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. I'm going to stand up to him. I don't believe we're a nation that's going to bow down to Vladimir Putin. I know I will not. And I know he doesn't want me to be president. But to tell you what, when I'm president, things are going to change. We need someone to take office this time around who on day one can stand on the world stage Command the respect of world leaders from Putin to our allies. We need a commander-in-chief. When he stands, everybody knows what he or she Thank is talking Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Vice. Didn't, didn't happen, did it? Did, didn't quite turn out that way, did it? That's, that's Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden. Another flashback where he literally told Russia it would be okay if at least they made a minor incursion. As long as they made a minor incursion, it would all be okay. Mr. Producer, let's play cut eight. So I think what you're going to see is that Russia will be held accountable if it invades. And it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. It's okay if it's a minor incursion. 
It's okay if it's a minor incursion. I mean, that's what they just did. Peacekeepers into two territories. Peacekeepers into two territories. Just a minor incursion. They're, do they're just doing what he told them to do. That's it. Why are we surprised? It's not just Joe Biden, though. It's not just Joe Biden unable to answer basic questions, unable to provide any solutions to the American people. It's his entire staff. Jen Psaki was asked yesterday about what the administration was going to do about gas prices, and she literally doesn't have an answer for it. Ms. Producer, let's play cut nine. When can we expect a more detailed explanation from the White House about how it would plan to bring down energy prices? Well, I think as Dalip just conveyed, a lot of what's happening right now is sensitive. It includes uh, conversations with foreign uh, counterparts and other major large uh, global suppliers. It also includes conversations we're continuing to have with Congress and others about uh, what steps may be at our disposal. And the president is continuing to consider options. So I expect we'll have more to tell you. He's going to consider the options. Gonna consider the options. And now he's going to do nothing. He's going to do absolutely nothing. And that's by design. Absolutely by design. Can consider all the options. I, with all this, frankly, I would rather be listening to Kamala Harris at this point. I would rather be listening to Kamala Harris than anything that Joe Biden is, <laughs> is selling. Because at least Kamala Harris tries to get through the sentence. She makes no sense as well. She makes absolutely no sense. But at least she, when she commits to a sentence, she doesn't just give up like Joe Biden. <laughs> Even though she's still whispering sweet nothings into all of our ears. I'd much rather, out of all of this, and this is crazy to say, as long as she doesn't laugh, as long as Kamala Harris doesn't laugh, I'd rather listen to her. Here's the latest from um, Kamala Harris. Let's play cut 10. I mean, listen, guys, we're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over 70 years. And through those 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security. We are talking about the real possibility of war in Europe. So our position is for us very clear which is as a leader, which we have been bringing together the allies, working together around our collective and unified position, that we would all not just prefer, we desire, we believe. It is in the best interest of all that there is a diplomatic end to this moment. Did anyone, does that mean anything to anyone? I've been watching this over the last couple of days, trying to actually understand what she's saying. And and this feels like that Billy Madison moment from the movie Billy Madison. At no point <laughs> did you come anywhere close to making a coherent thought. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. We are all dumber for having listened to that. That's what it feels like. I want to play this again and I want people to tell me, do you know what she's talking about? Can anyone tell me what she's talking about? Ms. Brusso, let's play cut 10 again. I mean, listen, guys. We're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. 
It's been over 70 years. And through those oh, 70 years, as I, I mentioned it, pause yesterday, there has been pause peace I mean, Kosovo? Did Kosovo not happen? Kosovo didn't happen. I mean, this is, we're going to play the rest of it, but she's literally saying there hasn't been war in Europe in 70 years, but the war in Kosovo happened. That happened. That happened. So see how she can sound intelligent, but she's just wrong? Where's the fact checks? If Donald Trump had said there hasn't been war in Europe for 70 years, he would have been fact checked. They would fact check the hell out of him. And so actually, Donald Trump, no, you forgot about the Kosovo War. Obviously, Donald Trump doesn't care about Europe. He doesn't know European history. That would be the fact checks. But yeah, even when Kamala Harris is trying to sound all academic, she's bullshitting. And listen, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> I had to say stuff like this in grad school when I didn't quite know what's going on in class and I got called on. I know what she's doing, right? I know what she's doing, except she's on the world stage. Let's go back and keep playing it. It's been over 70 years. And through the 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security. We are talking about the real possibility of war in Europe. So our position is for us very clear, which is as a leader, which we have been bringing together the allies, working together, around our collective and unified position, that we would all, not just prefer, we desire, we believe, it is in the best interest of all that there is a diplomatic end to this moment. Um, it, it's in the interest of all, sure, but that he has invaded. <laughs> the troops are in Ukraine. The time for diplomatic ends is over. Like I was listening to one with Blinken. I think it was Blinken, Secretary of State, saying um, if Russia continues to act aggressively, that was, I believe, the exact quote. It's like he doesn't know that they've already sent their troops into Ukraine. No, the, the time for the talk about aggression and diplomacy, that went out the window when they just annexed. Well, they didn't ask. They, they recognized the independence of two more regions in Ukraine. Oh, if, if they if they act up, sir, they're already in Ukraine. If they act aggressively, sir, they're in Ukraine. I mean, this is what we're working with. It is just insanity. And what's been remarkable to watch is how the left is trying to spin it. How they're trying to spin it. If you put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this is from MSNBC. From the from the desk, the hot take from the desk of Rachel Maddow. Why didn't Russia? Why, why didn't? Oh, there's a typo. Why didn't the Russian? I guess the Russians invade Ukraine during Trump's term. Be ha perhaps because Putin was so pleased to see Trump pursuing goals in line with Moscow's agenda. That's actually the bullshit that they're trying to sell their viewers. And I use viewers very lightly. It might be singular viewer at this point. I don't know. Uh, but this is the bullshit that they're trying to trying to sell. That Putin didn't invade Ukraine when Trump was in office because Trump was so pro-Russia. <laughs> uh, come on. Come on. That, that's what they're going with? And then you have Republicans. We can take that down. And Republicans, as we mentioned the other day, Lindsey Graham is talking about wanting to destroy 
the oil and gas industry in Russia. That is going to destroy it. He wants to destroy it. Sanction the hell out of oil and gas. Why? Because Lindsey Graham doesn't have to actually go and fill up the pump and fill up his gas tank himself. He doesn't drive himself anywhere. And even if he does have to pay for his own gas, he's got plenty of money. He's got that. He's got that lobbyist money. No, <laughs> any politician who is actively trying to raise gas prices should be dragged out of office by their by their ears. I mean, by their hair. I don't know. Drag them the hell out. This isn't a game. I mean, it's one thing to, to argue over the the the. Uh, the integrity of Ukraine's borders. Well, how about we start with our own border? That would be fun. Instead of trying to defend Ukraine's border, how about we defend our own? It's been funny also watching liberals try and make comparisons. They're like, well, what would you do if Mexico invaded Texas? Would you just let, let it happen? Basically making the comparison of Russia invading Ukraine. And, and I'm just thinking, well, we've been trying to blow the whistle on this for, for how many years? That Texas is being invaded? And we should secure the border. But no, they only really care about securing Ukraine's borders. Now they want a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Ukraine is a sovereign country. How do you issue a no-fly zone over someone's own territory? I mean, they, they have this list of, of the checklist that they go down. And they say, oh, well, what do we do? We sanction the hell out of them. We do a no-fly zone. And then we, uh, we send in peacekeepers. It's... Listen... This is all intentional. You don't accidentally boost up the price of oil. They are literally calling for that. It's a shame. It really is a shame. But we have to go on, right? <laughs> we all have to keep trudging. We have to keep filling up our gas tanks. We can't afford, can't afford to just <laughs> give up. And that's what they're counting on. They're counting on us all just to kind of, uh, kind of just go back into our own our own schedule and not pay attention to this and just let they said let the let the grown-ups let the grown-ups handle it but we have to we have to fight back you have you have to make sure that each and every member of congress understands that this is not acceptable i mean forget about the for about, forget about the gas prices they actually want to send american men and women over there to die they're talking about they're talking about like actually sending troops over there hey come on like really Gonna take a moment to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by IPVanish VPN. IPVanish VPN allows you to safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Here's the deal. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for listeners of this show. So when you sign up, not only are you going to get your 30-day money-back guarantee, but they're also going to give you 70% off. That's like it is getting nine months free when you sign up for 12. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand that's rated 4.6 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com forward slash daily and use promo 
promo code daily to claim your 70% savings. Again, that's ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to save 70% today. Now, you really got to do that. I mean, we, we talk about all of the different entities out there that can be watching what you're doing online. Now, more than ever, you really do need to get a VPN, and that's why we're proud to spot to team up with IPVanish so that more and more conservatives can get protected as they search online. So check it out, IPVanish.com forward slash daily. Well, I mean, this is all just so depressing. And did you see in D.C., they're actually mobilizing 800 National Guard to prepare for the truckers? That the National Guard is now procuring heavy-duty tow trucks so that they can tow the trucks. And one Democrat congressman said that we should just preemptively seize the truckers' trucks and give them to small and medium businesses that are struggling. I mean, they're, they're talking about literal theft. <laughs> I feel like the, the, whole, the whole country's gone insane. whole country's gone insane. Majority of Democrats support throwing truckers in prison. They literally just ask the question, should they freeze the truckers' bank accounts and throw them in prison? The American truckers, who haven't even gotten to D.C. yet, and Democrats agreed. How, how do you come back from this? How do we possibly save this country when both parties want to drag us into a foreign war that we should have nothing to do with, and one of the parties literally endorses government theft in order to achieve their political goals? I don't know how, I don't know how you come back from that. I really don't. Because it's serious. I mean, there's no do-overs here. Yeah, the likelihood of this turning into a World War III, probably not going to happen at this point. I mean, just seeing Europe's response, pretty tepid. Though Germany, oh man, hats off to Germany. Trump warned them for years. Trump warned the United Nations, and he was laughed at. He warned the United Nations that if you are becoming, the countries are becoming too reliant on Russian natural gas, and the day would come when they would either be cut off or be forced to cut off Russian natural gas, and they'd be up creek, unable to keep the power plants on. And Trump was laughed at in the United Nations. Well, Germany just sanctioned Russia's natural gas sector. And now they have lost access to Russian natural gas. There's no, I mean, like, what are you going to do? And you said you did this. You backed yourself into this corner, Germany. I mean, what do you expect? Now they're going to they're gonna probably lift it in a couple days once they realize, oh, no, people need electricity. It feels like it feels like we're taking crazy pills. And I was watching I was watching a, an episode of, with uh, Charlemagne the God, and he was actually calling for Donald. He's, he does the Breakfast Club. He's an African-American um, podcaster, radio host. He, he's the he has the show that Hillary Clinton went on and pandered about the hot sauce, if you remember. Where they're like, what do you keep in your purse? Hot sauce? And like, oh, are you pandering? And Hillary Clinton said, I don't know. Is it working? That show. He was actually yesterday begging for Trump to come back. He said, at least with Trump, you knew what he was going to do. And you knew he was going to stick to his guns, whereas Joe Biden is literally a mess. He also had Kamala Harris on. And she said that she was smoking weed oh, yeah. listening to a Snoop Dogg song or something like that. Yeah. Tupac. When it hadn't come out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, people are waking up. People have to wake up. You can't be asleep. 
anyone anyone who is still sleeping has some form of narcolepsy or some other <laughs> serious serious problem because you can't sleep through these this level of incompetence you can't sleep through this level of tyranny despotism people are waking up i just pray that they wake up in time and i pray that they all vote well, we're almost out of time. I'm going to remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by Enterforce. Enterforce is um, a Patriot-owned company. We've partnered with them to create these amazing free our people t-shirts. Those t-shirts are to help the January 6th protesters who are being unlawfully, unconstitutionally imprisoned, having their rights violated. The proceeds from that go to them, and it helps them acquire better legal representation, helps them fly their parents out so they can actually see them for the first time in a year. So when you purchase one of these free our people t-shirts, you're going to get entered in to win this sweet setup, the Ford F450 with a gooseneck trail and a Can-Am Maverick plus $20,000 in cold hard cash. Every dollar you spend gets you five bonus entries. And as a bonus, when you use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21, you're going to get an extra thousand entries. It's, it's a no brainer. Or you can use promo code CD10 to get 10% off. But per personally, I'd rather, if I could win, I'd rather have the uh the entries in to win that suite rick so head on over to enterforce.com e-n-r-f-o-r-c-e.com pick up a free our people t-shirt check out all the other apparel and other items that they have for sale um support the january 6th protesters on their side they do donate to veterans organizations so when you make a purchase you do help veterans as well and as i said you get entered in to win this suite rig Full disclosure, no purchase or payment of any kind is necessary to enter or win and making a purchase will not increase your likelihood of winning Joe's out today, um, so that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, you got to make sure that you sign up for the audio edition. I can't stress enough, even if you watch live. I like it when people watch live, but please subscribe to the audio edition. That way, when you're out and about and you don't have great cell service, you can just download the audio podcast and listen to it as you're driving along. Um, super easy to do. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Um, if you can, if you have an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Very important. Five-star reviews help us climb up in the rankings. Cannot stress enough. So if you have not already, please do leave us a five-star review. We're actually creeping up. We went from 4.5 out of 5 average, now 4.7. So appreciate it. But if you haven't already, make sure you do it. We go live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern. So tune in for that. If you need a reminder, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. And that'll tell you what we're going to be talking about that day, as well as how, when, and where you can watch. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country, and apparently Eurasia is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and talk and fight together.